Welcome to Whole Human. This is a podcast where ordinary people share their life story, opening up a hidden world of struggle, courage, and grace. Everyone is more than what they seem. So this week, we're talking about going from distraction to presence. And I want to start actually with um, some of my observations of where our culture is at right now. So we're a culture right now of casual addiction, which means that there's just a lot of addictions that are casually in our culture, that are accepted, that are normalized, that are actually what what we think people should do. Um, I'm just going to read through some of them, uh, of our culture's casual addictions. We have uh, social media, caffeine, sugar, screens, including smartphones, video games, TVs, etc. Pornography, nicotine, alcohol, shopping, and work. That these are just widespread. I would say if you ask almost any American, they're, there's probably, they're probably addicted to five of those things on the list. Which, like, I'm not saying this so much to condemn our culture, but I, whenever I run into something, I'm a therapist, whenever I run into something, I always ask, why? What's going on? What, what is actually motivating us to be so addicted to all this stuff, to screens and caffeine and, and social media? Like, what's going on there? And at the root of addictions is an attempt to fill in or cover up what's going on in our heart. I, I, I would say that at the root of every addiction is an attempt to fill in or cover up what's going on in our heart. That we, we have something that's either huge desire or lots of pain or disappointment or expectation or need that we don't actually know what to do with. And so we just cover it up with something. And sometimes it's it's related, like I feel so lonely. And so I'm going to get on social media. It's like a, a proxy fill. We don't actually feel less lonely going on social media. We just are a little bit more distracted. We think maybe, maybe there'll be a connection. Maybe there's a way. And sometimes it's unrelated. Like I'm angry at my brother and I'm going to go drink. It's just like, I don't actually want to think about it. I'm just going to black out. I'm just going to numb it. I don't want to deal with it. There's something going on in my heart that I need to cover up or fill in or ignore. And I think what's more interesting even than the addictions, and like we can go on and on about addictions in our culture and what to do about it. And But I think that's actually what's more interesting is our heart. Why is our heart such a problem for us? Why don't we know what to do with ourselves? Why is it so hard to be with what's going on inside of us? There's so many deep desires and wounds and hurt, and hurts and but also like needs and beauty. Like what what's going on inside of us? And why is it so scary to even be with it? That there's something really interesting about the way that we're made where it's scary to be with our very selves. Why? When we're in silence, that's when our hearts get to talk a lot. That's when our hearts get to say, this hurts. I'm lonely. I feel miserable. I don't know what to do about myself. I feel bad about myself. I'm scared about this coming job interview. Our hearts just get to chat and chat and chat. 
And so often we're actually trying to drown out what our heart is saying by distraction. I think at the root of a lot of our addictions is this sense of numbing or distracting. I'm just going to have constant noise. So I don't have to listen to what's going on here. What my heart wants to say. What I'm actually feeling. What I'm actually afraid of. And we can even do this with religious topics. We can use religious topics as noise to escape the cries of our own heart. We're just like, God, where's justice? Like our hearts want to say like, what? Why is there so much evil in the world? Why is there so much evil in my own heart? Why do I treat my kids this way? Why, why can't I ever get this right? Like my heart cries out. But then we can turn it into a bunch of prayers. And, and I'm, again, not saying anything about against prayers, but that we can use them as noise to not face what's going on in our hearts. That we have so many ways of trying to escape ourselves. And we're talking today about going from distraction to presence. And if we want to be present, we need to learn how to be with ourselves. That mostly what we're escaping in our world is us. (laughs) I'm escaping me. I don't want to be with me. And so when we enter a place of silence, it can initially be really scary. Because I'm faced with all these big questions, all this brokenness that I don't actually know what to do with. Ultimately, silence can actually become a place of rest, a place of rejuvenation, a place of connection. But if we haven't spent a lot of time with ourselves, or if we've spent a lot of time trying to escape ourselves, that initial period of silence is going to feel usually really chaotic and scary and overwhelming. And I think that one of the most courageous things we can do is be with ourselves, be in silence, and just be with all these big questions, all this pain, and all these desires that we don't know what to do with. But I don't think we should go there alone. There are a lot of people who try to face those things head on alone that go crazy because there's a there is a reality that we are made with hearts that are beyond our own capacity. We are made with desires that go beyond our capacity, but we're also wounded beyond our own capacity to heal. And so if we just go and face those things by ourselves, we're quickly swallowed up. And that's why we have to run away. And that's why we have to drink or go to our phones or watch movies or all this other noise to fill in like this. There's this huge abyss in me that I don't know what to do with and is beyond my capacity. And so we set smaller goals. We set things, we find things within our capacity to distract ourselves or to focus on or to work towards. But when we when we approach our hearts and let, let the noise fade away and all of these big questions and fears and concerns come up, I think that's where true prayer starts. When we can start to cast all of those things on God. God, why am I so prideful? Why do I hurt my own kids when I want to love them? Like, why why can't I love better? Why is there war in the world with people so terribly destroying other people? Don't you care at all? Am I just alone? How is this part of you loving me? How could this possibly 
be for my good? Do you really intend to fulfill all of these desires in my heart? They're way too big. And what about all these wounds? What about all these ways that people have hurt me and continue to hurt me and trample on me and the people that I've lost? How, how can you actually redeem these things? Do you really love me? Is this really a part of your way of loving me? Because it doesn't seem like love. This doesn't seem good for me. So all of these huge desires come up. All of these big questions, all of these needs and hurts and wounds come up. And we can throw them on God. We can, we can bring them to him. And that's prayer. Even if it's saying, I don't think you care at all. I don't think I actually matter to you. Maybe you care about other people, but I don't think I actually matter to you. I don't think you actually want to fulfill me. That's prayer. But it's it's a way of bringing it to him that we're not, we're not trying to shut it down. Because sometimes we ask questions in a way that, that's not really a question. Like I've worked with a lot of people in depression and I've been depressed. And there's this question of like, what's the point? That's a beautiful question, but people aren't asking it like a question. What's the point? What's the meaning? What's the reason for all of this? And if I ask it like a real question, that means there's the possibility that there is a meaning for all of this, that there is a point, that there is something that redeems it, that we're all of this suffering. I, I love the quote. I think it's from St. Paul. All of this suffering is nothing in comparison with the, with the glory that is destined for us. Like when we actually experience our suffering, we're like, how can that ever be nothing? And so we, we think of we think of God as trying to minimize our suffering. But it's because we can't actually imagine that kind of glory. That kind of glory that would outweigh all of this heart, heartache as if to make it nothing. But that's a question we can ask. Like, how? How can all of this suffering be as nothing at some point compared to what you want to give me? The glory that you have in store for me. And so we have a a huge, beautiful, scary opportunity. And that scary opportunity, it's going to sound weird to say, it, is prayer. We get to be with ourselves. And then being with ourselves, show that to God. And that's how we get to pray. We get to pray with that urgent honesty of our hearts. What our hearts actually cry out for. And often our hearts cry out for seemingly impossible things. Like, I wish this person weren't dead. I wish this person hadn't left me. I wish I hadn't been betrayed. Good. Bring those things to the Lord. Bring all of your impossible desires to the Lord. But this is where we get to start. We get to start by calming the noise and actually finding like all this stuff bubbling up in us. That the most intense thing we're going to do is silence. And trust me that silence is intense. So what I, what I ask you to do is to really take that risk. Even for me still, it's scary to actually do it. But I get to it and I'm just like, I don't want to. I like sometimes facing the idea of silence. I extra want to go on my computer and I extra want to avoid myself because I'm just like, oh, no, there's way too much there. Take that risk. Be courageous. But that is some of the most beautiful 
this this place that initially just looks like turmoil and chaos and scary confusion, it becomes a place of deep intimacy over time, of deep rest, and that you will become hungry for it, and the Lord will work there. He will meet you, and he will take all of that stuff going on in your heart and hold it with you. Okay, let's close in prayer. Lord, thank you so much for this time together. Please help us to take the risk of being with ourselves this week, of really allowing our heart to speak. Please come be with us. Grant us the grace that our hearts can speak directly to you with whatever pain and anger and questions and hopes are there. Please welcome us with loving tenderness and help us to welcome ourselves with that same loving tenderness. Fill this time with your grace that we may know you and love you more fully and know ourselves and love ourselves more fully. Thank you. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whole Human. If you would like to share your story, don't hesitate to reach out via email to wholehumanchallenge at gmail.com or on Instagram at wholehumanchallenge. Have an amazing day.